Hello, this is Craig Altrock with the Let's Start Talking ministry. Welcome to this audio version of a class about Let's Start Talking for Pepperdine's Harbor 2021. The title of this session is Trading Airplane Tickets for Zoom Links, Truths Guiding LST Through the Pandemic. As you can tell from the title, this isn't as much about LST as it is about how those of us at LST have been experiencing God through the pandemic. We want to tell our story and share some of the truths and principles that have been guiding us through these tough times. Let me begin with some framing comments, then I'll summarize LST's very difficult passage through the pandemic, then most importantly share some of the truths and principles that have been getting us through this global shutdown. First, some framing comments. In sharing our story, we hope in no way to diminish the pain, disappointment, and frustration so many others have faced, are in the midst of today, and will no doubt face going forward. The number of people affected by this global tragedy has grown so large now that virtually none of us have been left unaffected. The weight of our collective loss has become almost unfathomable. And it's not only been the personal touch of this pandemic, our institutions and organizations have been swept along in this tsunami of pain. Our schools, our favorite restaurants, our malls, our churches, our nonprofits, all have been affected deeply. So in sharing our part of this global story, we do so with great humility, knowing so many others have lost so much. At that same time, it's no understatement to say that LST has been and continues to be greatly impacted by the pandemic. In our 40-year history, we have never been as hard hit as we are to this day. Never. But I'll say more about that soon. In telling our story, we also want to caution against holding anyone or any group up for undue praise or needless criticism. Every one of us has had to make tough decisions in this last year. We're all doing the very best we can in a time still foggy with uncertainty. We've all lost resources, seen opportunities dissipate, and been forced to make decisions about scenarios we'd never imagined. What we would say in summary about our journey thus far through the pandemic is that God is good, period. Like you, we've worked incredibly hard. Like you, we've tried to pivot, to flex, to get out of our boxes that defined our thinking for years. But all we can say at the end of each day is, thank you, God. You are good. Last, in terms of framework, in telling our story, we want in no way to pretend that we've got a firm list of lessons learned. We know the decisions we've made. We know we have many more decisions to make in front of us. And nothing about the future is clearer to us today than it was last February when the pandemic first washed across the shores of our United States. Those who will lead LST in the years far ahead of us may be able to look back and know what the real lessons were. For now, we hope to share some of the truths, some of the reality that we've been holding on to to get through. If nothing else, these have been some anchors providing a touch of stability in a year when the floor under us feels like quicksand. Well, with that in mind, let us tell a bit of our story through the pandemic. 
Much of what we will say here will be familiar, either because you're already interested in LSD and have kept up with our communications, or more likely because the contours of LSD's story match so much of what you faced as you lead and participate in your own cherished institutions and organizations. A bit of history for those who may be new to LST. Let's Start Talking is 40 years old, starting in 1980 by founders Mark and Sherry Lee Woodward. What started as a simple idea has thankfully continued as a simple but extremely powerful way for Christians and non-Christians to relate together in mutually beneficial ways. Simply put, LST uses scripture as the basis for helping international friends practice English conversation. Rather than being teachers, Christians become friend-to-friend conversation partners with an international friend in a one-to-one setting where they can practice speaking English, but do so with the truth of Scripture threaded throughout. In a sentence, what we like to say is that LST creates life-changing conversations across the street and around the world. Traditionally, through the decades, the primary way LST met this mission was through mission projects or mission trips. From a handful of college students in the early 80s to a high of over 500 travelers in the early 2000s. Along with these highly experiential mission projects, LST started what we call Friendspeak in the 1990s. This was a gift to local churches in English-speaking countries who were reaching out to international friends in their own neighborhoods. But even with the introduction and growth of Friendspeak, most of our institutional resources and efforts were pointed at our mission projects. Along with this model for meeting LST's mission, the mission projects provided a significant part of LST's revenue each year. Now, one quick peek at LST's financials will confirm beyond any doubt that LST has been and is now a non-profit, but the projects did provide a very needed stream of revenue. As the numbers of people who went grew, so did our staff. So that's about where we were when the pandemic hit. Three years prior, the Woodwards had stepped down as executive directors and the board brought in a new executive director. LST started 2020 with a staff of 15 full or part-time talented and dedicated people. Friendspeak was growing. The number of people traveling abroad had dropped in recent years, so we were working on that. But in January of 2020, when we looked ahead through the year, We did so with many of the same assumptions that had guided us for decades, that we would find enough people to go, that global travel was not only possible but desired, and that we should continue to pour a majority of our resources into this goal of getting as many people to go on mission trips as possible. We were aware of the virus and its effect in China. We also knew that we had weathered things like SARS, like 9-11, and like national economic downturns in the U.S. Certainly, what we all started to call COVID-19 seemed serious, but surely it would be like other things that we had navigated. Then in March, the U.S. generated a global Level 4 health advisory, effectively cutting the U.S. off from the rest of the world. This was accompanied by bans on incoming international visitors to the U.S., and that's when things started to get real. So in mid-March of 2020, we postponed April and May LST projects, 
hopeful that we'd still be able to send teams in the summer. One month later, on April 15th, we decided to postpone all projects that were due to leave in June, again, still hoping we might find a window in the summer to send some folks, and certainly believing that the fall would be open for travel. As we slowly watched our primary program and revenue it brought in dissipate, another much more serious matter was at hand. The LST board was looking at all the same data we were dealing with, but focusing on a critical question, a question that was so consequential it was hard to even voice. Was there going to be enough money in LST's accounts to get through this year if international travel continued to fall apart? Sadly, as hard as the question was to ask, its answer was painfully obvious. No. Without a drastic step, LST would run out of cash very quickly. Drastic sounds dramatic, but it's actually an understatement. With the realization that virtually no one was going to travel with LST in 2020, with the reality that we were running a ministry with virtually no financial margin, and with the knowledge that aside from international travel, the largest line item in LST's budget was salary for 15 people, the board made the decision to release the entire staff except for four full-time workers. So, on Monday, April 20th, 2020, with no advance notice, LST's entire staff met one-to-one with the board to be released. On the Friday before, 15 of us had ended our workday thinking about the weekend and knowing that Monday we'd all be back together for God's good work. By the end of Monday, April 20, four staff remained on the payroll, while 11 others reeled from the unexpected loss of a job and ministry and co-workers they loved dearly. So from that point until today, we've been tasked with imagining LST in a context where, one, international travel was impossible in 2020, unlikely in 2021, and unknown going forward. Two, that we must serve creatively and wisely with a much smaller staff. And three, where simplicity and scalability became driving factors in everything we do. What we've been doing practically falls into the following three areas. Materials, we've been completely reimagining and renovating the simple and powerful workbooks that drive LST conversations. Second, revisioning international projects. By operating LST without financial dependence on sending people abroad, We've tried to reimagine what it might look like to help people serve on short-term projects. And three, what we now call LST Connect. This has been a bulk of our creativity and efforts since March of 2020. Though in the past, LST workers had often continued connecting with their readers online after an initial LST project, LST had never really pursued the idea of ministering in a way that takes advantage of technology and is immune to travel bans and geographic distance. We were not only forced to do this by the pandemic, but we were presented with a fantastic opportunity. Immediately, we had a huge pool of workers who had been trained but couldn't travel, and we had a pool of readers who had been anticipating in-person projects. So initially, we started putting those two groups together online. Since then, we've created online training and support elements so that new workers and new readers can get involved just as quickly. 
Therefore, with God's grace, in 2020, LST equipped 552 workers who worked with 660 readers. Some of these workers served abroad internationally before the pandemic. Some served on virtual mission projects. Some served through Friendspeak. But over half of this activity took place online. All right, that gives you a sense of our landscape and the issues we've been dealing with. Remember, sharing our story has nothing to do with lifting anyone up for undue praise or unnecessary criticism. What happened, happened. Any and all decisions made were done so in extremely difficult situations. So let's turn now and I'll share a little bit about the truths and principles we've been holding on to as we moved through the pandemic. As I mentioned earlier, it's much too early to talk about lessons learned. Instead, what we can talk about are the truths and principles we've been holding on to as we move through the global crisis. Here are four. Number one, mission eclipses method. Stated another way, the mission of LST is more important than the particular way in which that mission is met. LST has moved from an environment in which sending people abroad was our primary activity and was the target toward which most of our resources were pointed. We've moved from that into an environment where it's simply impossible to send anyone anywhere. We've been forced to take LST's capstone program and not just say, what could we do to make this even better? But to say, what will happen to LST if we take this completely away? I wish I could say we knew the full answer to that question. We don't. We do know that we really like what God has been doing through LST Connect. And our intention is to keep Connect a significant part of LST moving forward. But we don't know the full answer to that question about removing LST's primary program, nor exactly how we'll handle sending people when that becomes possible. But one of the things we've been holding on to is this truth that meeting the mission is more important than any particular manifestation of that mission. We could hold on to the old model of trying to send as many people as possible, believing that the method is inextricably linked to the mission. We could do that and possibly watch LST die. We could do that and miss out on the opportunities that this very pandemic has delivered fresh to LST. So while we've been trying to hold on to the mission of LST, we've tried holding more lightly the specific ways in which that mission is met. For us, at least, that's been a good and helpful truth to hold on to. We feel like it's borne some fruit, too, Here's a quote from one of our workers in LST Connect, our new online program. This is from Stephanie. She said recently, This has been an amazing blessing, and I have already seen God do so much. This has been my only tether to staying tied to the truth and to becoming the witness I was designed to be. I apologize for not being more skilled and for not being further along. This is much harder than I thought in the best way possible. Thank you for what you do and have done for so long. If there's any other way I can support this ministry, please let me know. So, Mission Eclipses Method. Number two, front doors matter. Front doors matter. One of the outcomes of working through a pandemic is a realization that building a front door that as many people as possible can get through rather easily 
is a really good thing. Historically, when somebody new came to LST and said, I'd like to be involved, we had a fairly lengthy process they would need to go through before actually getting in front of a reader. We weren't trying to make it hard to get involved. It's just that the only ways we had a ans- way to answer that question were, okay, recruit a team, raise a few thousand dollars, then you can go to another country and get in front of a reader. Or, okay, well, let's start a new ministry at your church and see if we can find the resources to sustain it. Then you can get in front of a reader. Often there were weeks and months between someone desiring to be involved and the actual implementation of our mission, a Christian sitting down in front of an international friend using the LST method. Now, someone can come to us with no prior knowledge or experience with LST, get trained online, and get connected with a reader online within a week or two. Of course, creating wide front doors to our ministries, to our programs, and to our churches can be messy. We know that, and we don't pretend to have solved all the challenges that wide front doors bring. But we can say that we really like having a front door that's very accessible to both workers and readers alike. Talking about front doors and finding a way to widen LST's front door has been a helpful conversation for us during the pandemic. Number three, God is still the builder. Psalm 127 verse 1 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. This verse has been one of a handful that have been right in the foundation of LST from the very start. The reality that God is still the builder has been important to us, especially in times of great uncertainty. Because during these times, one can certainly ask, what's the right plan? Many of you have probably led with crystal clear clarity through the pandemic. I hope that's true, but the rest of us have been leading with a bit less confidence. And a focus on the right plan can sometimes distract us from the fact that God often works regardless of the plan we've chosen. Part of what has buoyed us at LST this far is the fact that God has regularly surprised us with opportunities and resources LST needed. People offered to donate at times and with amounts we hadn't expected or planned for. Churches, ministries, and people called us with requests for training, materials, and support before we contacted them. Our international hosts, who have been so used to hosting LST teams, gladly and graciously helped recruit readers for LST's new online approach. Even our experiment with three virtual LST mission projects far surpassed what we thought could happen with an online mission trip. Of course, we should probably point out the obvious. One thing the pandemic has forced us all to do is slow down. Culturally, we value activity and busyness. Likewise, our churches and ministries are often judged by that same measure. We become overly concerned about the numbers of people in our programs, the number of events we host, and the amount of money flowing in. But this psalm points out that there can be activity that produces nothing. The writer calls it vain. 
activity that is worthless, useless, without result. If God is the builder or the watcher, then on some days, perhaps every day, part of our our activity may simply need to be going to him in prayer, listening to God, slowing down, reflecting. Here's one quick story. Luke and Sarah Chong were both born outside the U.S. but live and work in Houston, Texas. Both engineers by training, they had become successful in every way professionally. They also have hearts of servants and had helped start a Friendspeak ministry at a church in Houston. That ministry grew quickly to well over 100 North Americans and over 100 readers. So we knew each other prior to 2020. However, in 2020, with no initiative on our part, Luke and Sarah contacted us to say that they were making plans to branch out not only from this one congregation, but with a desire to start Friendspeak Works all over Houston. They were quitting their jobs, living off of savings they had sacrificially accumulated over the years, and were going to pour their full-time efforts into helping reach the international community in Houston using Friendspeak as their primary tool. Their question to us in 2020, in the midst of a pandemic, was, would that be okay with LST? Wow, of course it would. This was just one of many such gifts to LST in 2020. We made plans, executed plans, checked off to-do lists, but God was the one bringing life to the seed. So believing in the reality of this psalm and trying to live it by assuming a daily posture of prayer has been an anchor to us during the pandemic. And fourth, 1A leadership. There are many other principles and truths we've, we've held on to. We've been reminded of the importance and the power of relationship. Sometimes the most important thing leaders can do is connect people then get out of the way and watch the good that comes from that connection. Two, there's probably a principle related to simplicity we could talk about. However, for the sake of this particular session, I'll end with this one, what we call 1A leadership. Let me explain the principle and then share a note about its importance to us during this pandemic. As I mentioned at the start of this session, the history of LST has been full of forming small teams of students and adults, then sending them abroad. Unlike many other mission groups, LST rarely sends large teams. Typically, LST teams are formed by two to five people who spend two to six weeks on site. Of course, as soon as you put any group together, someone inevitably wants to know who's in charge, who's going to make the decisions, who do I go to if I have a complaint? Well, in the course of LST's history, what we've chosen to do instead of assigning one person to be the leader of each team is encourage a one-another type of leadership. In this model, every member of the team feels responsible for all the other members. In this model, every gift matters, is affirmed, and is poured out for the good of the team and its mission. And in this model, leadership arises naturally. As you can guess, 1A, leadership is that which is based on the one another's of the Bible. 
Though I think our entire staff would agree with me here, I can say with absolute certainty that I have personally clung to this principle as we've moved through the pandemic. Of course, every one of us on staff at LST has had to do things in the past year we didn't want to do. One another leadership doesn't mean you only do what you like to do. However, it was crystal clear as we shrunk from 15 staff to four, and now five, that we were going to have to rely on one another. It was all hands on deck, but it was also, okay, this needs done. Who's best among us at this? One reason this principle mattered to me is because the board asked me to lead the staff during this time of transition. I'll be the first to admit that there are certain areas of leadership where I either lack the experience or simply don't have the gifts. So whatever the Enneagram score is that says, this person may display a lack of confidence from time to time because of a deeper insecurity, well, that's me. But right after our staff were released, a leader I admire greatly wrote me the following. I've also had some thoughts about leading for you, Craig. I've been thinking about Leslie's reminder. Leslie is my wife. I've been thinking about Leslie's reminder that we need 1A leadership to make this new arrangement work. Remember how strange it is sometimes to our missionaries that we don't have a single team leader. I wonder if it wouldn't relieve you of a lot of the pressure and burden of leadership to think in terms of 1A. All of us are leaders in those areas we are gifted in, and that's all that is required of any of us. It is together, then, that our gifts combine to cover all of the leadership needs of the ministry. Surely someone has to be the the public team leader, perhaps, but internally, we all recognize that none of us has every gift. I think if all of us could truly adopt this attitude, we would not worry so much about who carries the largest burden of leadership. It would be one another's burden. I just don't want you to be overwhelmed with the suddenness and urgency of the immediate situation. We all together have a daunting task, but God is our strength. We are not afraid. So here again was something from our past, a legacy of LST that we clung to during the pandemic to get us through. Conclusion. So what's been getting LST through this pandemic? What have we been holding on to as we work through one of the most difficult seasons in our 40-year history? God. We've been clinging to God. But as we do so, we've also been holding on to these four realities or principles. Mission, eclipse, eclipses method, front doors matter, God is still the builder, and 1A leadership. As I mentioned early in this session, none of these truths or principles are necessarily the lessons we'll remember organizationally 10 years from now. God may have much more important things for us to learn from this difficult season. But all we have is today. This is the day we've been asked to nurture. And today, these are the kinds of things LST's been holding on to to get through the pandemic. I'd like to end this session with a reading of Psalm 103. I'm not sure it ties in directly with any of the specific points I've made, but I sense it's a natural response to the kind of conversation I've tried to lead us through. So wherever you are, as you listen to this session, we pray you'll receive a blessing from this word of God. Psalm 103, 
My soul, praise the Lord. Every part of me, praise his holy name. My soul, praise the Lord, and never forget how kind he is. He forgives all our sins and heals our sicknesses. He saves us from the grave, and he gives us love and compassion. He gives us plenty of good things. He makes us young again, like an eagle that grows new feathers. The Lord does what is fair. He brings justice to all who have been hurt by others. He taught his laws to Moses. He let Israel see the powerful things he can do. The Lord is kind and merciful. He is patient and full of love. He does not always criticize. He does not stay angry with us forever. We sinned against him, but he didn't give us the punishment we deserved. His love for his followers is as high above us as heaven is above the earth, and he has taken our sins as far away from us as the east is from the west. The Lord is as kind to his followers as a father is to his children. He knows all about us. He knows we are made from dust. He knows our lives are short, that they are like grass. He knows we're like a little wildflower that grows so quickly but when the hot wind blows, it dies. Soon you cannot even see where the flower was. But the Lord has always loved his followers, and he will continue to love them forever and ever. He will be good to all their descendants, to those who are faithful to his agreement and who remember to obey his commands. The Lord set his throne up in heaven, and he rules over everything. Angels, praise the Lord. You angels are the powerful soldiers soldiers who obey his commands. You listen to him and obey his commands. Praise the Lord, all his armies. You are his servants and do what he wants. Everything the Lord has made should praise him throughout the world that he rules. My soul, praise the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.